I gave this platform to God, okay? I'm on a very specific mission. We have to identify who the real enemy is. We have to know where does this infiltration come from. The American people need a warrior that's unafraid to point out the real enemy. The American people are deserving of truth, exposure, and extreme accountability for the crimes against humanity that are being committed. We're on the brink of the complete collapse of America, while at the same time at the precipice of an amazing victory. If we want to prevent our children from facing a future bloodbath, I mean, I'm talking mass amounts of bloodshed, we need to step up and fight this war, and we need to fight it now. Uncensored. I refuse to be silenced or muzzled. Unafraid. No man will intimidate me. Unstoppable. Good evening and welcome to the Stu Peters Show. So the Idaho House of Representatives passed legislation giving the death penalty to the most serious child sex offenders. Something that's long overdue. And if you ask the average American, they'll agree. But that's being fought at every level by disgusting politicians and the ACLU and, of course, LGBT activists, among others. House Bill 515, as the legislation is officially named, would allow for the death penalty in cases of lewd conduct with children under the age of 12 when aggravating circumstances are involved, meaning when the crime is deemed especially heinous. Very troubling thought, considering every crime against a child is especially heinous. The Idaho House approved this bill by a 52 to 12 vote, with all present Democrats plus two Republicans voting against it. The bill now goes to the Senate, and assuming it passes, is one of several bills that lawmakers hope will trigger a Supreme Court ruling on putting pedophiles to death, something that the court ruled against 5-4 to four in the 2008 case of Kennedy versus Louisiana, but none of the justices who opposed the death penalty in that case remain on the bench. And regardless of the previous ruling, the legislation is serving as a very important purpose. In Idaho and everywhere else it's been introduced, it's putting every legislator in the entire state on the record as to whether or not they think child rapists and pedophiles, the worst people in our society, deserve to live. I think it should be a very easy answer. The answer is no. You touch our kids, we'll kill you. This code is even present in prisons among some of the worst criminals on the face of the planet. The reason I killed him was because he was a child molester. You did, in fact, kill him. Oh, sure. And you intended to kill him. Oh, sure. Yes. Well, if it's all right, I'd like to tell you where it started. Go ahead. All right. Well, we were, he was my bonkey, and I had found out that he was in prison for uh, child molestation. Really bad case. So um, that night he was trying to justify why he did it, and I just told him to be quiet, and he would have to leave in the morning to find a new cell. But he continued to talk about it and try to justify it. So he was a little bit bigger than me. So I got down and I hit him in his face a few times. And when he fell, I wrapped a cord around his neck and I took his life. Excellent. That guy is a hero. Now, this legislation doesn't go far enough. Every single one of them should be put to death, not just those with aggravating circumstances. But it's a start. And every one of these pedophile sympathizers who opposes the death penalty for pedophiles should be publicly named and shamed and then booted from office at the ballot box. At the very least. Maybe they should be investigated themselves. Because these people are sick. For that matter, when this gets to the Supreme Court, let's see how the ruling shakes out with a new supposedly more conservative bench. Let's see if the failed Bush and Trump appointments who can't even secure our border will even try to secure our kids. Let's see who falls on what side of this. 
Let's see which judges will be supporting killing babies but not killing pedophiles. Isn't that something? In the United States of America, you can kill a baby, but you can't kill a pedophile. And I'm not talking about walking up to a pedophile and blowing his head off, as lovely as that sounds. I'm talking about a convicted pedophile being judicially put to death. You can murder a baby, you can rip it out of their mother's womb and kill them, but you can't put a convicted pedophile, a convicted child rapist to death, even by lethal injection. Something much more painless than what their victims suffered, whether they lived or not. What a joke. Any country that fails to protect its children as miserably as the United States has really doesn't deserve to be a country at all. God is going to put his judgment on this country one day. And it's going to be an ugly one unless we can seriously turn things around. Justice needs to come for these people and it needs to come swift. We talk all the time in this country about how we live in the most advanced society on earth. We have the most advanced technology. We have the most advanced culture. We have the most advanced economy. We're told that we have the most advanced morals in world history. But this is a country where children are systematically killed and where pedophiles aren't even thrown in jail anymore. And when they are, they're given the royal treatment. They're kept away from the general population so that they're not dealt with. So we applaud that inmate. And we applaud everyone in Idaho who worked to pass this bill and those in other states who've passed bills like it. We appreciate them for putting all of the pervert defenders, all of the pedophile sympathizers, and who knows, maybe even pedophiles themselves, on the record as voting against this. David J. Riley has been looking into this, knows a lot about it, and he joins us now. Do you agree? I completely agree with everything that you've said so far, Stu. I mean, this is a, it's a great bill, um, but I don't think it goes nearly far enough. Um, so the bill that you're talking about was introduced by Representative Tanner and Skog. Um, it's going to give the death penalty. But the thing about it is that it's only if the prosecutor wishes to pursue it, right? It's not like automatic or a mandatory thing. Uh, this is only in the case where a prosecutor deems fit. And frankly, where I live in Kootenai County, Idaho, in the late 80s and the early 90s, one of our county prosecutors was accused of enticing a minor and harboring uh, a young girl uh, going out and presenting as though they were boyfriend and girlfriend. And no charges were ever brought uh, against him. He was never found guilty. Everything was dropped. Um, so th there's a lot of room with this. There was another bill, actually, uh, House Bill 405, that was introduced by uh, Representative Redmond, which would introduce mandatory minimums, uh, a five-year sentence if you're con uh, convicted of any kind of lewd conduct with a minor uh, or anything uh, in that area. And that is actually being held up. Uh, it hasn't gone for a vote yet. It's locked away in the drawer of the Judiciary Committee. And so, you know, in Idaho, we used to have a law on the books that if you had sex with somebody's cow, that was a five-year mandatory minimum. But if you have sex with somebody's six-year-old daughter, those charges could get pled down, dropped. You know, you would settle for something uh, a little bit less for a more guaranteed conviction. What do you think these people um, want? I mean, how do you justify this? Well, I guess the only thing that makes any sense to me is that our leaders are doing some of this heinous activity and that they're afraid that if they ever get caught, uh, you know, they want a lenient sentence. Uh, that's what it seems like to me. I mean, we know about Jeffrey Epstein. We know about how there's compromise on most of the people in Washington, D.C. We know that they've human trafficked young girls to 
uh, get them in photos with powerful politicians, corporations, uh, the media. Um, our, our old spokesman review uh, here in, in Spokane, uh, the former editor-in-chief of the spokesman review was uploading child pornography that he had sourced on Instagram. And, and this is the guy that's supposed to be presenting us with our media. You know, they said Pizzagate was a hoax. It wasn't. Uh, they said that all of this uh, moral panic about pedophilia is, is nonsense. Well, it's not. I'm sorry. In Idaho, we've had teachers like Eric McDermott that used sexually explicit books to entice his students to get them to come home to his house so he could rape them, allegedly. I believe that's still in court. There was another one, Sarah McCormick a teacher in West Bonner County High School who slept with a 16-year-old student. That kid's damaged now because of that. She never did a day in jail, 45 days suspended sentence. That's it. We had another incident in 2021 where somebody was attempting to abduct the 10-year-old kid on the pier in Coeur d'Alene. Right in broad daylight, this guy never, he went, he did one day in jail. I'll take it back. He did one day in jail with 150 days suspended sentence. And you know what he does? He practices family law in Spokane, where he takes custody of children when their parents are getting a divorce. This society is sick. And frankly, I think that the judgment that you were talking about is already on us. Uh, America is reprobate in every sense of the term. Our money is fake. Our justice system is a joke. They're spying on American citizens for exercising their First Amendment rights. And we aren't doing anything to stem the rising tide of pedophilia in this country. So while this is a good first step, it doesn't go nearly far enough. These people should be afraid. They should be looking over their shoulder every day that they walk free, frankly. Um, you know, the corruption in this state is so bad. We had a case in Shoshone County um, in Kellogg where a student from the high school who was very disturbed was sexually abusing other students. He was making lewd comments to them. And at one point he was caught in his room looking out the window at a couple of five-year-old girls masturbating. When the father of those two girls, Major John Taylor, found out what had happened, he went and talked to the family. He called the police. They did nothing to help him, nothing to help him. And so on Father's Day last year, when he came home and found out that this had happened again, he went ballistic. He got a gun and murdered the entire family. And then the police extracted a confession from him without reading his Miranda rights. So, you know, we've got a problem here in America. And I, I would invite anybody to go online and look at, there are um, sex offender databases. You can put your address in and see how many of these creeps live within a five mile radius of your house. And I gotta tell you, in Idaho, I've looked at the data, there are pedophiles living near almost every school in this state. There is no law saying that they need to be at least one mile away from a school or a daycare. They can live wherever they want. And there's basically no repercussions. And most of the time, when they do get charged, the, the uh, lewd conduct charges get dropped for something softer, something easier to convict on, instead of doing the right thing and going for the maximum. Yeah, and when so, these cops won't help families like the one that you mentioned, and then he goes ballistic and kills the whole family, and when the justice system lets them down, 
uh, people start taking matters into their own hands. It's not the only one. Look. Airport. He donned a baseball cap, sunglasses, and pretended like he was talking on a payphone. As a couple of police officers were escorting the suspect past the row of payphones where the dad was waiting, dad turned around and under his arm delivered a perfect headshot to the suspect. He hit this dirtbag in the ear area and he died the next day. Police wrestled the gun. I mean, yeah. They wrestle the gun away from him. They charge him. And now he goes away for murder, whatever. Uh, but this is exactly what happens when pedophile enablers, likely pedophiles themselves, won't take action because they're participating in this kind of behavior. And I told the British Broadcasting Company about six months ago, they said, do you think homosexuality should be illegal? I just said, yes. They said, well, what do you think the penalty should be? I said, I don't know. I'll have to think on that. But pedophiles need to be put to their death. You touch our kids, we kill you. And I think that that message needs to be sent clearly. And the people that aren't need to be out publicly, their names on the internet. The people, the legislators that don't vote for this, to kill every one of them, I'm not even talking about aggravated circumstances. Give me a damn break. Every single one of these people, when they're found guilty, should be put to death. And the people who are voting to not make that happen should have their names plastered all over the internet. Even worse, these, these groups like the ACLU that supposedly stands for people's civil liberties, they're out there fighting these bills. They're bringing lawsuits against them, taking uh, Florida, for example, to court to try and strike these laws down. I mean, what about the civil liberties of everybody else around them? What about the children that are abused and then the children that they go on to abuse? Because we know that this is an abusive cycle. These people continue to do it. They don't just wake up one day and turn into a predator. They're made this way because they're abused. And if we live in a society that doesn't punish these people, we're only going to get more of it. Every study has shown that when you don't punish crimes, people commit them. When yeah. you are lax on crimes, everything goes rampant. Very simple. So something needs to be done. Yep, it's very simple. Uh, somebody commits a crime, you arrest them, and you put them in jail. What a novel idea. Somebody hurts a kid, you kill them. Of, of course, after a judicial process. Okay, let's just clarify Straight that. Straight the wood chipper. Yeah, before the, uh, <laughs> before the Rolling Stone hits me for, you know, whatever. Uh, they called me the other day. I was on the front page of their thing calling me the con America's conspiracy kingpin. Whatever. No conspiracy here. Kids are being raped. These people are enabling it. Kids are dying. These people are enabling it. And even if they don't die, that's almost more of a sentence for these kids because they have to live with that for the rest of their lives. Their innocence was snatched away and taken away from them by these creeps who absolutely, the rate of recidivism, the repeat offenses among child molesters, they can't help themselves. They're sick. This is what they do. They'll never stop. David J. Riley, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Stu. We completely secede financially. We don't support this. We don't fund our own demise anymore. And it's legal to do so. Go to StuPeters.com right now. One of the most amazing documentaries is at the top of StuPeters.com. It's called Slave Nation. That's what we're being held as, captive slaves. And we don't have to be. So we are about moving the ball. We are about remedy. We're not just up here to be some bloviating blowhard. We're about remedy. That remedy can be found inside of the documentary Slave Nation, which, by the way, has been suppressed everywhere. But you can go view it right now. It's at the very top of StuPeters.com. Go to StuPeters.com right now and watch exclusively the airing of Slave Nation. We'll be right back. We say it all the time on this program. We don't have a government. No, we have a rogue, murderous corporate crime syndicate. 
We don't have any representation in Washington, D.C. But look around. Banks all over the place are collapsing. And then they're getting bailed out. And who's paying for that? You are. Biden says taxpayers won't pay. Well, how do those banks get that money? The Fed prints the money to cover the losses, which will cause more inflation. Or they just get the money from the Treasury. Either way, you're paying for it. So what can two average Joes like you and I even do about it? Simple. Protect your wealth with physical gold and silver, just like so many other Americans and banks are doing right now. Just like I'm doing. I get my gold and silver from GoldCo. Call them today. Please. 855-706-GOLD. Learn how to protect your savings with gold and silver. Again, that number is 855-706-GOLD. Call Gold Co. today, 855-706-GOLD. Let's face it, there is a low testosterone epidemic in our generation. The food that men are eating, the lives that men are living, are lowering testosterone levels at alarming rates. Men in the 21st century have the lowest testosterone levels in history, and simply put, most men are not the men the generations before us were. If you're feeling run down, if you're experiencing weight gain, just feeling generally less energetic, these are often telltale signs of low testosterone. If you think that you may or know that you do have low test, there is a solution. Man's Edge is an all-in-one general health and testosterone boosting supplement from Neutronics Labs. The proprietary formula of Man's Edge offers much more than a standard testosterone booster combining fenugreek IGF-1 and other clinically backed ingredients. Now, studies have shown that men taking fenugreek experienced a whopping 46% increase in testosterone levels, and that's just one of the powerhouse ingredients in Man's Edge. Unlike other products on the market, Man's Edge has a patented liposome delivery system ensuring up to 98% absorption versus just 20-30% to 30 of powders and pills. For a limited time, Neutronics Labs is offering a great deal on Man's Edge. Buy one bottle of Man's Edge and get a second bottle absolutely free. That's buy one, get one absolutely free. Just visit GetIGF1.com or click the link on our show notes and make men men again with Man's Edge. Again, that's GetIGF1.com. I would like to reserve this book in your name. It's called No Grid Survival Projects, and inside you'll find 75 ingenious do-it-yourself projects that can help you to protect your own family, not only from long-term blackouts or after an EMP, but also in times of economic crisis, riots, hyperinflation, hurricanes, civil war, martial law, or any other unforeseen events that may come our way. This book, the immediate payoff of having these projects is that they make you independent, self-sufficient on your own property. You don't want to depend on the government or anyone else for your basic needs. You'll discover things like how to make water out of thin air, the long-lasting survival foods that you can make at home, automatic backyard traps and alarms for looters and intruders, a pressurized rainwater harvester, EMP-proof survival generators, the self-sustaining greenhouse, a simple device that can keep you off of FEMA's radar, do-it-yourself, no-grid air conditioning unit, and a whole lot more. Yes, air conditioning units. Do it yourself. The immediate payoff of having these projects is that they make you independent and self-sufficient on your own property. You don't want to depend on anybody else. Go to nogridprojects.com slash stew and take advantage of a 75% discount. This book right here, and this offer won't be available for long. That's nogridprojects.com slash stew. Resolving to eat healthier this year was easy. Actually doing it, not so easy. Everybody knows better nutrition is a key to health and longevity, and a healthy diet could even help you to avoid health risks that run in your family. Field of Greens is my healthy super fruit and vegetable habit. It's the only, the only fruit and vegetable product that literally promises you better health. 
As a matter of fact, at your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back, 100% of it. Do your vitamins or other green drinks promise better health? Nope. Each super fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was doctor selected for a specific health benefit. Some support your heart, some support your lungs, some support your kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. Look, if you resolve to get healthier in 24, it starts with Field of Greens. Plus, I got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code STU, S-T-E-W. That's promo code STU at fieldofgreens.com. Again, fieldofgreens.com. Welcome back. So in what may be the worst and least self-aware political ad in human history, Joe Biden released a Super Bowl-themed video complaining about the phenomenon of shrinkflation calling on snack and food companies to lower their prices so that Americans can continue stuffing their faces with poison and watching the big game, their eyes affixed to the bread and circus while their country is flushed down the tubes. Also called package downsizing, shrinkflation is what happens when the goods that most Americans purchase on a daily basis go up in price, but down in quantity. In other words, you pay more to get less. Yeah. So a bag of chips is smaller and more expensive with Joe Biden in the White House than it was with Trump in the White House. This is obvious. We've all seen it every time we go to the store. We've all seen it every time we look at the increasingly barren shelves. We have fewer options. We have less money because we're paying an arm and a leg for the bare necessities. Go fill up your truck or your car with fuel. And Joe Biden says that he wants something to be done about it, but he didn't actually offer up any solutions in his shrinkflation video. Instead, he just talked about how much he loves ice cream and then complained about the tub getting smaller. It's not a joke. Take a look. It's Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. So this is what the American people are faced with. This bumbling idiot on national television complaining about the price of ice cream from the Oval Office. And while he's worried about ice cream or Doritos or Gatorade, Real Americans are struggling with real economic problems. Real Americans aren't complaining about less Doritos in the bag. This isn't what they're talking about their dinner tables. No, they're staying up late at night worrying about putting real food on the table for their families, worrying about getting enough food to feed the family dinner while also keeping the bathroom stocked up with toilet paper. No. The economy is a complete disaster. We're producing entire generations of Americans who will never become homeowners. They'll never have families because they'll never get out of their parents' basement. And this is all by design. And internationally, the situation, if you can believe it or not, is looking even worse because the dollar is getting destroyed. So there's no recovery in sight. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Rubles are taking the dollar's place in the global market, and the rise of BRICS threatens to kill the dollar off for good. Yet here we have this fake illegitimate president who openly mocks it with a video that he thinks is cute. But this is exactly the type of issue that Joe Biden and the Uniparty want shoved in our faces going into 2024, don't you see? Never mind the real inflation that's destroying jobs, breaking up homes, ending marriages and relationships, 
keeping the American people running on a giant hamster wheel. Never mind the war in Israel. Never mind the war in Ukraine or the possibility that Americans could be getting killed in both of those places at the drop of a hat. Never mind that. Never mind the fact that our entire federal government has stood down in the face of an invasion or the fact that these monsters shut our economy down, killed off entire families in a bioweapon attack to rig our 2020 election and carry us into darkness. No, forget about all of that. Joe Biden wants to make sure that the American people fight for their right to eat cheap junk food distributed by the same corporate food producers who fund both parties in Washington while dishing out mRNA-riddled mystery meat and yellow dye-filled potato chips to our kids. Make no mistake, shrinkflation is a direct result of the assassination of the American economy. Without Biden's record-setting inflation, we wouldn't have the shrinkflation that he's pretending to complain about. Jeffrey Tucker is a renowned economist of the Austrian school, and he joins us now to further discuss America's economic downfall and what, if anything, we can do to turn it around. Uh, your take on this, Jeffrey. Thank you for being here. Well, sure. I first want to say everything you said is true uh, and beautifully put, actually. Uh, the struggles of the American consumer today are overwhelming and worker uh, with families you're barely able to pay their bills. The IRS is sending out 30% fewer tax refunds this year than they ever than they have in previous years. So the taxes are going up. If Joe Biden wanted to care about the cost of the American uh, family. He would think about that maybe a little bit, but no, that's not the issue. I don't know. You know, I I think the, I'm not sure what went wrong at the White House here. Uh, obviously, he hasn't been shopping in years. I mean, the White House, uh, you know, kitchen is well stocked. I mean, he's not going out buying ice cream. This is a joke. So it must have been some intern or something. And it's also possible. I, I don't I don't think it's impossible that some intern there really thought this was a good uh, idea. You know, a good observation that they can uh, uh, scapegoat. American corporations for smaller packages. It's absurd. We've known about this for two or three years. I mean, every every American is aware every time you go shopping. I mean, the cheese balls that I bought at Christmas time, which I, I've always loved cheese balls, are, are more like golf ball size shape rather than baseball or softball size shape. I mean, it's, it's like so obvious to everybody. Toothpaste is smaller, shampoo is smaller, everything's smaller. And it's a consequence of inflation. And I was running the numbers this morning. Like, even if you believe the official statistics, which I don't, uh, the CPI is is up about 21% since 2020. But the PPI, which is the producer price index, is up 35%. So that's a huge difference. Uh, producers are having to pay these costs from somewhere. And they're making all sorts of estimates about the elasticity of demand of the consumer, which is to say how much, and by the way, of price increases we're going to put up with before we start buying less and less and less, right? That's the issue. It's an empirical question. And they've made the judgment that uh, they can uh, shrink the size of the packaging and increase prices and reduce and 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 minimize the amount of quantity demanded of their product which is a, a business decision but it's forced on them by government and the federal reserve and by the congress and by the white house and, and they, which one of those entities do you think plays the biggest role in all of this uh, well, uh, it is, well, so it goes like this. Uh, first, Congress spends the money that it doesn't have. Then tre Treasury goes to the bank, 
and the bank says, sorry, you don't have the money, so uh, you're going to have to take out debt, and your credit is good with us, thanks to the central bank. So they uh, issue all the debt certificates and throw them out to their preferred bond dealers, which in turn sells them to the Federal Reserve, which buys them with money that they create on the spot, and that thereby waters down the value of all the existing dollars. Uh, First, the insiders are rewarded, and then the rest of us are held, uh, you know, holding the the bag for this stuff it's another form of taxation the smaller so size it's, bag it's I, will, I will have you know yeah yeah, yeah. so at the end it's, of the day the rothschild uh central banking criminal cabal is behind all of this they're being enriched yeah. while we were being embarrassed. yeah yeah and the and the preferred bond dealers and and the financial banking establishment uh, wins from this kind of a scheme but for the rest of us it's a it's a dramatic form of taxation like I say we've lost in purchasing power at least 21 cents to the dollar since uh, 2020 but but if you use the old measure of inflation that they used to use the weighted balances that they used in in the 1990s it's closer to 30 and 35 cents so they're even manipulating the the data as you well know you cannot anymore this is a remarkable thing you can no longer trust the data that's coming out of any of the agencies white house has got their hands in everything the bureau of labor statistics the treasury department uh with their fake gdp numbers the unemployment rates with the job fake job numbers we're losing full-time jobs yeah, poll and numbers them. and all these things i mean you're, you're everything with, with this yeah, audience it, uh jeffrey you're speaking to the choir here because okay. they, they're very yeah. familiar with it we, we we go the we go the opposite direction if the media says something by the way yeah. funded by the same central banks and blackrock and vanguard and state street and the rothschilds yeah. if, if they say it or the media parrots it or the, the government is talking yeah. about it the corporate crime syndicate is mentioning it we, we run the opposite direction over here well it's but it's something to get used to because i mean like i have to say i've been looking at economic data my entire career and you used to be you know sort of more or less believe it now the press releases are saying the opposite of the underlying data and you have to reassemble it for yourself to find out there are fewer full-time jobs than ever and more multiple job holders and and most of the new jobs being created are actually just people taking jobs on nights and weekends but you would not know that from the press releases that are routinely parroted by the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. And that's just the unemployment data. The inflation data is even worse. I mean, they're manipulating everything from like, for example, the price of of, of healthcare insurance, which you know has gone through the roof, even though you get fewer services than ever. According to the BLS, healthcare insurance premiums have gone down by 37% between 2022 and 2023. Now, I, I could explain to you how they come up with that number, but I'm just telling you it's a, it's a fraud. And they're using dramatic lies like that to minimize the extent of inflation everywhere else. And then the GDP data is just as terrible. We have been in recession since March 2020. We never came out of it. That's my estimation. Everything else is just government spending. So the more government spends, the more they can add to the GDP and say, oh, look, the economy is growing. But it's an insult. Like every day, Janet Yellen is on TV saying, oh, the economy is strong. We're growing. Oh, what are we going to do? We have such a fast-growing economy. They're saying this every day. And the New York Times reports it. The Wall Street Journal reports it. It's all just ridiculous lies. And the incredible thing about this is that most people get this. I mean, they know what's going on in their own households, and they know they're being gaslit by the major media and by the agencies that are reporting this stuff. 
you know, it's they're using the same techniques that the Soviet Union used to appear to be growing, a growing economy between the 1930s and the 1980s. It was not growing, it was shrinking. Everybody's getting poor. The same thing that went on there is now going on here. You know, uh, yeah, like I said, it's no shock that Janet Yellen is a big liar. Uh, th this is the empire of lies that we live under. I mean, how much worse is this going to get before it gets better? And is there anything that can be done about it? Well, yeah, there's a lot that can be done about it today. You know, I mean, we could get some honest government and some truth telling. Uh, <laughs> aside from that, aside from yeah. the impossible. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things that could happen that would fix it. But we're heading over a fiscal cliff right now with, with, the, with the debt, the way it's going, and the deficits that are just out of control. And also the regulatory state. And, and hardly anybody wants to talk about it. But what's happening is these agencies are squeezing out the life of industrial civilization itself. And this is going on month after month while you sleep with no pullback whatsoever. And if anything, all the agencies are feeling more emboldened. And this is why your dishwasher doesn't work, your washing machine doesn't work, why your hot water heater is being replaced, why everything's breaking and nothing is functioning anymore. These are all the regulatory agencies that are doing this to us. They're trying to deindustrialize. The West, I mean, as incredible and perverse as that sounds, this is the great reset that's going on. And it's going on every month. And they're racing to the finish line, hoping to finish this the job by November for fear, rightly or wrongly, of a, of a Trump presidency. Okay, so, so what, what, what is the benchmark for success? You said finish the job. What does that look like? Well, I think they want to, they wanted, they wanted, uh, they want to, implement mandates for electric cars that's before they actually take them away from us after, before the grid crashes uh eliminate all of our conveniences at at home make it impossible for us to function as a one income household that's almost impossible now but that's that's the next step so it's the impoverishment of the civilization leading people to have fewer and fewer children, ma massive declines in fertility basically it's the dismantling of civilization so they want to make as much what they call progress towards this goal between now and November uh, uh, because they fear uh, the public reaction. They're, they're afraid of a populist revolt, which seems to be building right now. So we've got a major tug of war going on between the forces that are trying to take apart our civilization and those that are trying to rescue it from the dustbin of history. All this impoverishment, all of this suffering, people see it, they, they, they feel it. Uh, I can tell you as you know, an executive of a business that wages are not going down, wages are going up. Uh, so people are making more money, but obviously everything is costing them more money than what is proportionate to the percentage at which rate the raises are happening and the wages are going up. So yeah. they're still operating in the, the red, not even the black yeah. anymore. They're still going into the red. They're watching their savings be depleted. I have seen uh, people that I know who have purchased land, right? Because buying dirt was always safe. That's what they wanted to do. Real estate typically is a very safe investment. Uh, and so they buy this land and they hold on to it because that's going to be their nest egg. That's going to be their retirement. Well, now they're having to force sell off that land just to replenish the bank account so that they can buy essential goods and put food on the table for their kids. This is a serious decline. This is going to get a lot worse before it gets better. And all of the things that you just said, and you said that they want to do and, you know, the infertility and, you know, the, the, the reduction in childbirths and all of this depopulation stuff and the, and the eradication really of, you know, the world as we know it, is there a specific group of people that you're referring to as they 
Well, you know, this is the great question that everybody's been asking me for. You know, I've been on this case for about four years trying to figure out, you know, how this how this happened to us. And um, I'm more and more uh, of the opinion that this is an the intelligence agencies working with global powers like the World Economic Forum. Um, that's my best uh, guess as to what's happening. I think we're finding out ever more about this. Like, let me just give you an example. The COVID response itself, which initially I believed was a kind of a, a stupid public health response. We're more and more discovering all the receipts showing that it was all along. Intentional. Kind of, it was a military operation. The shot itself was a military product. The lockdowns were implemented by, uh, in cooperation with the intelligence agencies. All the people we saw on the screens from Deborah Burks to Fauci uh, were basically hired by uh, a National Security Council, CIA, uh, DARPA, all these intelligence agencies uh, in order to achieve what it is they achieved, which is a massive demoralization and shock and awe of the population all over the world. I know this sounds maybe kind of crazy. Like, I didn't want to believe it for a very long time. But that's where, all, Yeah, okay. Well, that's where all the research is pointing. And, and we, you know, there is a major effort right now at all levels of government to cover this up. They're trying to get their story straight. They're, they're, they're assassinating, assassinate, they're canceling critics. Uh, they're roping in all of big tech to uh, deprecate and throttle contrary opinions, what they call disinformation and, and malinformation and so on. Uh, they're they're desperately trying to keep on track with the messaging, and they don't like people like you and many others who are trying to get the tr get the, the truth out there to the American people. But it is happening in any case, and I'm I'm actually optimistic that we're making progress. But you have to remember, we've got a very very long way to go. Yeah, I just googled Brownstone Institute this morning. Google runs their own AI service, right? And I asked their AI about Brownstone Institute, and they said, "Oh well." Brownstone Institute is a distributor of misinformation on public health topics. I, what, what are they talking about? We've been right on absolutely everything, while you know the bad guys have been wrong on everything, and yet Google tells you the exact opposite. So you know that's the situation we're in right now. We've got all the official channels of, of opinion and control of the public mind all on one side. They're on the side of error and evil, and then. On the other side are the independent media outlets and independent researchers and people that are actually interested in the truth. And we're the ones putting out the facts, the analysis, and the serious research to try to figure out what, what happened to us over the last four years and what to do about it now. I'm uh, Jeffrey, I'm so happy that you said the things that you said. Um, I'm actually humbled by it because these things that you mentioned about the COVID response team and the involvement of DARPA and the involvement of the CIA and the intelligence apparatus and cooperation with foreign interests and entities yep. and different PACs and lobbies and, you know, the EcoHealth Alliance and, you know, Fort Detrick and University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Yep. And what was the involvement mm -hmm. of the Ukrainian bioweapons labs and what is Putin strategically targeting in Ukraine and what happened really at the Wuhan Institute of Virology and what was yeah, that? Yeah. What was that? How did it get there? Is that really where it came from? And all of the things that we have been saying about a patented weapon of biowarfare, we're yeah. now finding out is absolutely the truth. And no, yeah. we're not conspiracy, conspiracy theorists. No, we're not at all. We're telling the truth. We've been lied to under yeah. the empire of lies about some of the most 
you know, in recent history, uh, the assassination of a sitting president, JFK. We've been lied to about yeah. the causes of war, the events of the war. We've been lied to about our economy. We have been lied to about a safe and effective vaccine. We have been lied to about the importance of transgenderism for children. We've been lied to about social distancing. We've been lied to about our retirement and who owns it and what you're investing in. We've been lied to about absolutely everything, including That's AI, right. like you're saying now. It's no secret yep. to anybody in this viewing audience. Uh, I mean, we've seen the deep fakes of Morgan Freeman and Tom Cruise. Uh, every single picture that we see taken in or from outer space is a CGI. Why? Why can, I, why can I not just see a picture from the space station? Why can I not just see a real picture from the moon? And people are starting to understand that our entire being, our entire way of life, our entire existence as we know it, is built on falsehoods, propaganda, and lies. Yep. Well, I mean, it's kind of good that we're able to now, for the first time, discover a lot of these things because, I mean, I lived most of my life believing uh, Me too. You know, the, official, uh, the official story out there. And uh, so, you know, it's kind of terrifying, yeah. actually. But on the other hand, you know, if you're going to fight for civilization, you need to know what the stakes are. You need to understand who the players are, and and what's going on, and what the facts are, right? And 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 there's no sense in just pretending otherwise. I mean, you got to sit around just believing what Biden says on his stupid videos. I mean, that's not that's not a viable I don't, strategy. I mean, I don't think anybody takes it seriously. I don't. I, I, Biden's not responsible for shrinkflation. Biden's not responsible for the detriment to our economy. He is obviously a puppet. Everybody realizes that. We're not breaking news here that he's being controlled ostensibly by Barack Obama and, you know, uh, Valerie Jarrett and some of these other people that are hell-bent on the destruction of, you know, Christian America, specifically white male Christian Americans, uh, and the eradication of Christianity altogether. They want this to be a suffering nation. A one-world governance is fastly approaching us. They're demonizing Vladimir Putin as the most dangerous man on the planet when he seems to yeah. be one of the only guys standing between what's left of this free world and whatever that one world governance is that's rushing our way. Remember, he kicked that central banking cabal out of his country. Uh, one of the things I liked about the uh, Putin interview with Tucker Carlson is when he talked about how confusing it is to deal with America. Because he said, we don't actually, like here, it's hard to understand who's actually running the country. It's it's clearly not the president. There's somebody else behind it, but it, the system is so convoluted. And most of the actual people with power are hiding behind the scenes. So we don't know who to, to with whom to even discuss anything. I thought that was a really interesting comment because it connects very much with sort of what you know intuitively about this country. I guess as Americans, we want to believe that our politicians are in charge maybe and that that biden's in charge but he's not very competent you know but from a foreign point of view that's from putin's point of view that's clearly not true there's there's a lot more going on and he can't figure out who's got the power yeah, there's a reason that, why he's one of the world's most respected leaders outside <laughs> of the nato controlled yeah world uh yeah. a great analysis uh thank you for, very much for being here jeffrey tucker we appreciate it it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Dude. More of the Stu Peters show, Black Pills, coming up next. We say it all the time on this program. We don't have a government. No, we have a rogue, murderous corporate crime syndicate. We don't have any representation in Washington, D.C. But look around. Banks all over the place are collapsing. 
and then they're getting bailed out. And who's paying for that? You are. Biden says taxpayers won't pay. Well, how do those banks get that money? The Fed prints the money to cover the losses, which will cause more inflation, or they just get the money from the Treasury. Either way, you're paying for it. So what can two average Joes like you and I even do about it? Simple. Protect your wealth with physical gold and silver, just like so many other Americans and banks are doing right now, just like I'm doing. I get my gold and silver from Gold Co. Call them today, please, 855-706-GOLD. Learn how to protect your savings with gold and silver. Again, that number is 855-706-GOLD. Call Gold Co. today, 855-706-GOLD. Do you know if you're getting enough magnesium? Yeah, because four out of every five Americans just aren't. And that's a big problem because magnesium is involved in more than 300 biochemical reactions in your body. So today I want to talk to you about the most common signs to look for that could indicate you're magnesium deficient. Listen carefully to the end because I have a special offer happening right now and this could be exactly what you need. Here we go. Are you irritable or anxious? Lots of people probably would say yes. Do you struggle with insomnia? Uh, in current times, who isn't? Do you experience muscle cramps or muscle twitches? Do you have high blood pressure? Are you sometimes constipated? I mean, there are just dozens of symptoms of magnesium deficiency, and these are just a few of the most common ones. Now, here's what people don't know. Taking magnesium, just any magnesium supplement, won't solve your problems because most supplements use these cheap kinds that your body can't use or absorb, and that's why I exclusively recommend Magnesium Breakthrough. Why? Well, it's the only full-spectrum magnesium supplement with the seven most critical and unique forms of magnesium that your body can actually use and absorb. All Bioptimizer supplements are best in class. Now, if for some reason you feel differently, you get a full refund, no questions asked. They're so confident they offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. Magnesium is extremely important. Go to magbreakthrough.com slash stupeters. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash stupeters. And use Stu Peters till you get extra gifts with your purchase, up to two travel size bottles of Magnesium Breakthrough. So act fast. It's a limited time offer. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash stupeters. I really wish I didn't have to bring you more concerning news, especially if you're dealing with gum bleeding or teeth issues or bad breath. Let me just ask you, do you know the exact ingredients that your toothpaste contains? Probably not. This might come as a real shock, but a lot of these toothpaste brands are detergent-based. So that means that these toothpastes are trying to remove grime off of your teeth using the same aggressive procedures that bleach uses to remove stains off of your white t-shirt. Sounds healthy. So because of all of this, the toxic ingredients in these common dental products like SLS or sodium fluoride are wiping out the population of good bacteria in your mouth. So in turn, that means this allows the bad bacteria to take over and eat at your gums and teeth. It actually explains why teeth can strive for thousands of years outside of the mouth while in our mouths they get ruined by plain chocolate. Good news, ProDentum is a completely natural and 100% effective probiotic candy created by Dr. Drew Sutton. It gathers five scientifically proven extra strong strains combining a total of 3.5 billion good bacteria into one revolutionary probiotic soft candy that rebuilds your oral flora, allowing you to regain your smile. The soft probiotic candy has already been tried by more than 150,000 people with amazing results. It's time to put an end to all of your gum and teeth problems. Find out more about ProDentum by going to ProDentum.com slash stew. Again, that's ProDentum.com slash stew. So the ball is in the House's court on this $95 billion, with a B, dollar spending bill that was just passed by the Senate but fails to protect the southern border while sending $60 billion to Ukraine and billions more, of course, to our greatest ally, Israel, and Taiwan. 
with the bill reaching the Republican-controlled House, this is funny, I mean, this is a uniparty controlled by Israel. The Republican-controlled House, Joe Biden is putting on a full-court press. He's now taking it to the media in this broken gibberish and telling us, hey, we have to pass this bill. We have to give tens of billions more taxpayer dollars to the Ukrainians. And let's be honest, that's what this was always about. Every single spending bill that's come out of Washington over the past three years has been stuffed full of billions of dollars worth of funding to Ukraine. And every single time we're told, this is the most important spending bill yet. This time it's different. Now they're telling us it's even more important than all of the other times. The Ukrainians, Biden said, are running out of ammunition. They're losing the war. Well, yeah, of course they are. How can 175,000 people stand up to Vladimir Putin's army of 1.1 million active duty, another 1.2 in reserves, an air force, a navy, so-called satellite-guided weaponry? Listen to what Joe Biden said. The bill provides urgent funding for Ukraine so it can keep defending itself against Putin's vicious, vicious onslaught. We've all seen the terrible stories in recent weeks. Ukrainian soldiers out of artillery shells, Ukrainian units rationing rounds of ammunition to defend themselves, Ukrainian families worried that the next Russian strike will permanently plunge them into darkness or worse. This bipartisan bill sends a clear message to Ukrainians and to our partners and to our allies around the world. America can be trusted. America can be relied upon. And America stands up for freedom. We stand strong for our allies. We never bow down to anyone, and certainly not to Vladimir Putin. So let's get on with this. Remember, the United States pulled together a coalition of nearly 50 nations to support Ukraine. We unified NATO, expanded it. We can't walk away now. That's what Putin's betting on. He's, he just flatly said that. Supporting this bill is standing up to Putin. Opposing it is playing into Putin's hands. As I've said before, the stakes in this fight extend far beyond Ukraine. So listen to Joe Biden there. And then juxtapose it with Putin's interview with Tucker Carlson. It's no wonder why that interview has been so censored in the West. Putin refuted every single warmongering claim that Biden just made. And as for the Ukrainians, they were always losing the war. They were never going to win. No amount of money is going to change that. The Ukrainian paper army is only as good as its latest American check, and even then, they still get absolutely rocked on the battlefield. At this point, right now, the biggest war comes outside of Ukraine's child trafficking may be America's continued propping up of this suicidal war effort. America is getting Ukrainians killed by the tens of thousands because our government won't let them stop fighting. They're so desperate to keep this war going that they started drafting people with Down syndrome and then throwing them on the front lines. And our government, both fake parties, just keep dumping money into this place, pretending that it's, it's inevitable, that they, they, this can't be avoided. So they just keep covering up the biggest geopolitical crime ring in world history. And while this bill is being pushed through Washington, a new report says that the Biden regime rejected a peace offering from Russia so they could keep the war going. Putin said that too. According to Reuters, quote, 
Putin was proposing to freeze the conflict at the current lines and was unwilling to cede any of the Ukrainian territory controlled by Russia. But the signal offered what some sort of the Kremlin saw as the best path toward peace of some kind. But the contacts with the Americans came to nothing, a senior Russian source told Reuters. These people are psychopaths. They won't be satisfied until they've plunged the world into an all-out war to fuel the Great Reset. They're trying to kill us. This latest final spending package from the federal government is just another part of that process. Speaker Mike Johnson says that it's a non-starter in the House, but we've heard that before. He's made it pretty clear that funding Ukraine and Israel is a priority. But the people of America aren't just standing by and watching this happen. They're not, they're not prepared to sit down and watch Republicans fold once again and sell this country out. The American people are pushing back hard. One of them is Clint Russell, who joins us now. Clint, uh, what do you have to say about this massive spending bill? Well, first and foremost, it's suicidal financially. We're, we're already dealing with uh, the worst inflation of, of my lifetime and most people that are living in America right now. Uh, just the interest alone on our national debt is going to be absolutely backbreaking and, and likely usher in the death of the U.S. dollar. So financially, it's it's very deleterious for the American people. But I think that the important aspect of analyzing this is to realize that when you when you actually look at the battlefield and you realize that Ukraine has zero chance of actually winning this war, particularly attempting to drive Russia back out of Crimea, never going to happen. So you have to ask yourself, is this just an endless war to feed the military industrial complex or does it go deeper? In my opinion, it goes much, much deeper. If you actually look at Victoria Nuland's uh, cross-examination from Marco Rubio approximately a year ago, she acknowledges that there are bio labs in Ukraine. You have to then extrapolate backwards and realize that under Barack Obama administration, they had banned gain-of-function research when it came to uh, coronavirus. Anthony Fauci then transferred that technology and, and that research overseas to circumvent those laws. I am of the belief that the COVID origin story has some major bearing with those biolabs in Ukraine on top of the corruption when it comes to the Biden family, the billions that have gone to the Mitt Romneys and the Nancy Pelosi's of the world. I think that there's a really good chance that, that Ukraine is not just the hotbed of their corruption, but also uh, would, would highlight some crimes against humanity. And for that reason alone, it's existential. Now, the, the key thing to point out, too, is that just a few hours ago, they're, they're trying to notify us that Russia has some sort of space threat. And, and for that reason, this bill becomes uh, even more important that it becomes passed. I think it's, it's fear-mongering. They're trying to slam this through along with a, a reauthorization of FISA 702, which allows for them to spy, against, uh, uh, spy on the American people without a warrant. Uh, this is all deep state nonsense the american people absolutely I, I i hope are waking up to the obvious criminality of all of it um you seem to think so i i don't i still see ukrainian flags on bumper stickers i still see them on the lapel pins of members of our congress who people that are claiming to be america first i mean don't they don't they have to know what's going on i mean 
before Congress can approve opening up the purse strings and sending these hundreds of billions of dollars, this nonsensical amount of money to, you know, the Nazis in Ukraine and that Jewish Vladimir Zelensky who was installed by our government after the CIA affected a coup there in 2014. I mean, don't they have to know? Don't the intelligence committees, doesn't somebody know what's actually happening in Ukraine and as it relates to the corruption with the Biden family and, you know, Burisma, this fraudulent gas company that paid millions of dollars in bribes to Hunter Biden while Joe Biden was the sitting vice president of the United States? I mean, don't they know this? Well, I think the intelligence agencies absolutely do know. I'm talking about members of our Congress. I'm talking about people on these intel committees. I'm talking about the people that are opening up our purse strings and sending the money over there. The ones that are wearing the Ukrainian lapel pins while they're on the House floor. Yeah, well, I think it's certainly true that some members of Congress are privy. The problem is that many of them have have profited uh, financially from this as as well as power. They've also uh, elevated themselves within. I mean, really, my my analysis of this is that all of the House of Representatives are essentially they are only elevated as long as they get along with the intelligence communities. And the intelligence communities want very desperately to maintain the funding for. I want to translate that. I'm going to translate that. Uh, they are only propped up if they support Israel. Well, partially Israel, but yes, but broadly the military-industrial complex. Absolutely, I, I think that is that is really the driving factor behind our political establishment and and the decision-making uh, process that they undertake. I mean, if you just look at at the invasion at our southern border, which it clearly is, it's clearly being funded by NGOs and the United Nations. It's part of Agenda 2030. It. it Michael Yawn's reporting that it's actually an invasion uh, for military purposes and that we're already within World War III. I have no idea if that's accurate, but it certainly uh, raises a lot of red flags when you have a defense spending bill that addresses the borders of three other nations and none of which are the United States of America. Yet, I mean, to your point as to whether or not the American people are actually waking up to this, I think the vast majority are not. It's going to come down to the intractable minority, those that are actually paying attention and digging deep. Uh, but I, I would imagine that that's exactly what your audience is. And if if we can raise enough of a fury over this, I pray it can be turned back. I'm Time is running late, though, that's for sure. Do these people in Congress, these people in our government, do you actually believe that they really actually give a damn what the American people think or want? No, zero. But they do fear us. I mean, if you just look at the reaction on January 6th. Fear, fear us in what way? Through, fear us in a physical way, like violence? Fear us like we're going to physically remove them from office? Well, it's certainly that. It's also electoral, but they fear us in terms of violence. I mean, if you actually look at January 6th, which was not a very violent uh, protest, but it was mildly so, if, if you listen to them speak about it, they, they are mortified. They, they have lived in these glass houses for so long, they have no, they have no understanding of what it actually is and, and the impact that they're having on the American people's lives. I mean, much of the outrage that, that stemmed uh, or that that brought about the January 6th protests were from the lockdowns. People have been abused. They, if if the inflationary pressure gets significantly worse, if people start to believe that the elections are illegitimate, if they believe that there's no peaceful electoral solution to to remedy this, yes, violence is violence is certainly a possibility. I, I'm not looking forward to it. I certainly don't want that to come to pass. But I think ultimately that is that is the only reason that they give any concern to the American people whatsoever is ultimately because we are still the most well armed population on earth. So you mean like a real insurrection? Yeah. Because the country, I, I don't I, believe, has seen one yet. Yeah, no, I, I and I, look, I don't think that we're necessarily even close to that. I'm just saying that I think that's the only, 
that's the only extent to which they actually concern themselves with our demands is is actual fear of the people rising up and if they if they continue to manip manipulate election outcomes if the intelligence agencies continue to to foment world war as well as the the spying the warrantless spying against the american people i mean they've shredded the bill of rights uh, the founders would have would have revolted long long ago and i think that the american people are very docile they're very fat they're very comfortable but at some point when the food becomes too expensive to purchase well yeah you still are sitting on top of the most weapons on the planet and I'm very concerned that that eventually the American people will say, well, we're dealing with actual tyranny here, like overt totalitarianism. And that's that's appears to be where we're headed if we're not already in the midst of it. I agree. Uh, it's a dangerous situation, but uh, I'm not saying that it's dangerous for us as much so as I am saying it is dangerous for these so-called elected representatives. They're putting themselves into a very dangerous situation toying with 350 million Americans who want to put food on the table for their kids and don't want to send their kids to Ukraine to die for flesh-eating Nazis and don't want to send their kids to go fight on behalf of this foreign secular nation state that we call our greatest ally, Israel, the pro-homosexual nation state, the, the, the pro-mandate nation state, the pro-abortion baby-murdering nation state of Israel, not the Israel of the Bible. And they're poking the bear. They're kicking the hornet's nest when it comes to Iran because they absolutely need this World War III. And I think that Jan is right. I think that that southern border is wide open for a military purpose. Uh, Clint Russell, thank you so much for coming. I appreciate your insight. Appreciate you, Stu. Do you know if you're getting enough magnesium? Yeah, because four out of every five Americans just aren't. And that's a big problem because magnesium is involved in more than 300 biochemical reactions in your body. So today I wanna to talk to you about the most common signs to look for that could indicate you're magnesium deficient. Listen carefully to the end because I have a special offer happening right now and this could be exactly what you need. Here we go. Are you irritable or anxious? Lots of people probably would say yes. Do you struggle with insomnia? Uh, in current times, who isn't? Do you experience muscle cramps or muscle twitches? Do you have high blood pressure? Are you sometimes constipated? I mean, there are just dozens of symptoms of magnesium deficiency, and these are just a few of the most common ones. Now, here's what people don't know. Taking magnesium, just any magnesium supplement, won't solve your problems because most supplements use these cheap kinds that your body can't use or absorb, and that's why I exclusively recommend Magnesium Breakthrough. Why? Well, it's the only full-spectrum magnesium supplement with the seven most critical and unique forms of magnesium that your body can actually use and absorb. All Bioptimizer supplements are best in class. Now, if for some reason you feel differently, you get a full refund, no questions asked. They're so confident they offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. Magnesium is extremely important. Go to magbreakthrough.com slash stewpeters. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash stewpeters. And use stewpeters till you get extra gifts with your purchase, up to two travel-sized bottles of Magnesium Breakthrough. So act fast. It's a limited-time offer. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash stewpeters. Friends, I've got some alarming news. I've learned that over 70% of the power lines in our country, America, are over 25 years old, with many approaching the end of their typical 50 to 80 year life cycle. This will have severe consequences for our communities and our families, leaving us completely vulnerable to both power outages and cyber attacks. Coupled with the increasing number of major natural and manufactured disasters that our country is expected to experience in the future, it's no surprise that many Americans are searching for a safe and reliable alternative to traditional generators. Solar power generators are the only way to go, and solar power generators from Goal Zero offer a quiet, fume-free, reliable source of power. They're safe, they're portable, they're maintenance-free. 
A Goal Zero generator is ideal for all kinds of things, emergencies, camping, off-grid living. Don't wait for these people to manufacture another disaster. Go to survivalistscoop.com slash Stu Peters to secure your family's safety right now. That's survivalistscoop.com slash Stu Peters. I have an urgent message for gun owners from Vanish Holsters, and I hope it doesn't upset you, but after February, you're not going to hear me talk about the world's most comfortable holster and the amazing deal that I've been running with them. For 10 months, I've been telling you that this holster will change your concealed carry life forever. I've been telling you that this is the holster that finally helps you get rid of the excuses that you have for not carrying all day, every day, everywhere that you go. And for the past few months, I've been telling you, hey, we have a special chance to help my viewers get this amazing deal on this crazy comfortable holster. But that all ends at the end of this month. I'm sad to see it end. I know you will be too. So if you want to use my special link to get this ridiculous deal on this holster, complete with an unconditional money-back guarantee, go to vnsh.com slash stew. Again, that's vnsh.com slash stew. Remember, this holster is widely considered the most comfortable holster in the world. It works with 99% of modern firearms, carries two extra mags, and works with absolutely any clothing or no clothing because of the built-in belt. And this is the last time that I'll be talking about Vanish and their special deal. So go grab it before it's gone. Go to vnsh.com slash stew to claim this deal before it's too late. Again, that's vnsh.com slash stew.